Coldplay. What's up with the background singers? They're they're throwing me off. It's uh, you know Coldplay is like this pop band now, whereas they used to be so I don't know. There was so much heart in the music, and now it's like you know right, songs we can all clap to. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got hey higher power. I hear you. You know, bit clappy. Yeah, uh, any song that you can really imagine how the crowd would clap along to is not like my kind of Coldplay, but obviously they're uh, probably as successful as they've ever been with right. all their stuff they've come out with. I Honestly, I couldn't even tell you. I, I, I know Parachute's the first album, A Rush of Blood to the Head, and then they came out with X and Y after that. Mm-hmm. I guess it was Viva La Vida. That's when they started really losing me. Mm. But that's fine. They've evolved into a band that aren't really my jam anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem a little bit better. No, but. I just, I <laughs> loved them so much, and I still love their early music so much that I keep hoping. And there's no, nothing saying that they won't have any of those, like, power songs that they had, or powerful songs that they had in the first couple albums on this new album. I'm just... Definitely not hearing it uh, there. Yeah, that's, be that's fair, no Fix You. You know, remember when yeah. Fix You came out and everyone was like, oh my God, this is so deep and so emotional. One of the greatest Coldplay songs of all time yeah. is Amsterdam. I oh, mean, yeah. But it wasn't a radio song. I waited and waited. This is the Coldplay that I love. Chris Martin behind the piano. Yes. And then actually when um, Johnny Buckland, the guitarist, when he's just doing these crazy little... Like just basic stuff, but it's just so well done. Pretty. You know, like you bring up Fix You, you know when that song kicks in like this? Oh my God. And the oh. guitar? That's very it's powerful. Like, yeah, very it's just powerful. powerful, great, cold play, you know? Mm. Yeah, it seems like that we're not hearing the guitar and the piano, like those well, simple instruments that we used to hear. It's now, just so produced now, now to, to create yeah. this like pop vibe. I was just guessing. And his voice here is just like less polished. Yeah, and Yellow, Yellow had that rawness too. It all did. Yeah, it all did. Oh my God! What can you do? You like his old stuff? Buy his old albums. I know, and I did. There you go. Yeah, I just long for a day. (laughs) I just, I guess he's got to have a rough patch in his life, maybe. Things are too good. Um, speaking of rough patches in uh, people's lives, Bill Gates, Melinda Gates getting divorced after 27 years of marriage or being together, whatever it was. It was almost 30 years. I wonder if it's a rough patch for them. Like when you're so wealthy and it's not like a blow 
Uh, at that yeah. level, if it's still rough. I'm kids, sure. I guess the kids, it is. Man. The kids, they, their yeah. kids are pretty young. I, I kind of half expected their kids to be like 30s and 40s, maybe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought they were older than they are. Bill Gates is like 60s and Melinda's 50s. Like they're 10 years apart. Gotcha. I think she might be 55 or 56 and he's like 65 or 66 in that range. But their kids, like one of their kids is, I believe, still a teenager and the other two are in their 20s. So that would be difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, Dividing assets could potentially be difficult if they have emotional attachments to particular properties. But financially, it's obviously uh, it's not a big deal because they're talking about giving away all their money anyway. Is Bill Gates, if you divide his money right down the middle, is he still one of the top five richest guys on the planet? I think he would slide down a couple of spots, but he would still be, I would think, in In the the top top ten. Yeah. So who cares? If if honestly, if I. I had a billion dollars, I wouldn't make that list, but I would never want for anything or need any more money than that. Like, even if I wanted to imagine mm-hmm. a dream super yacht, that would even still mm-hmm. leave me with half a billion dollars, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I, you couldn't spend that much money in a lifetime right. unless you're a complete asshole. Right. <laughs> you know, you'd have to be so, or so generous. Like, if you gave it to charity or something, you could go through that money. But in terms of just spending it on yourself... How much money does one human being need? Yeah, that's right. It'd be so cool to call all your family members, though, and say, okay, I got a million for everybody. Yeah, well, if it's Bill Gates, I want more than a million. Well, I just mean like... Yeah, yeah. If you only have a billion. Uh, We we had a pretty... (laughs) uh, We had a discussion that got a little heated. Oh, that's maybe not the right word. Got pretty uh, lively Uh when we were talking about uh, revelation. Something that's come up as this story's developed is it turns out Bill Gates has had an ongoing arrangement (laughs) with Melinda where once a year he would go on vacation with an ex-girlfriend. The ex-girlfriend is the woman he dated before meeting Melinda. They've maintained a strong friendship Mm -hmm. and it turns out they go to North Carolina every single year for a week. That other woman is also married Turns out married to the brother of uh, Kevin Klein, the actor. You may or may not know. doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. She's married. He was married. And they would get together. And um, it it brought up the discussion on our show that Bundes could never imagine spending time with an ex-girlfriend unless he was imagining having sex with them. There's no ex-girlfriend in your life that you think you could go away with where you wouldn't be thinking about having sex with them. A hundred percent. I've never, ever met up with a girlfriend or randomly encountered an ex-girlfriend that didn't lead to like a coffee or let's catch up, grab a drink, which didn't also lead to us having sex. Like it, <laughs> it, it always happens. And there's no ex-girlfriend um, that you have in your life that you uh, could hang out with if you weren't able to have sex with them because you were currently in a committed relationship with someone that you, I would hope, like better than your ex? It's not that my desire, like, I, it's not that I would go into the situation wanting to hurt the person that I'm with or ruin whatever it is I had. I just, you know, from all of my past experiences... Every time I've met with somebody that I used to have something special with, all that shit just kind of comes up and you start talking about it. it like you start mm. flirting. Like it's like it's like this natural reaction to being around somebody that you had such chemistry with. Before. Right. Okay. So I think the problem, and I see it uh, that I, it wasn't as visible to me when we first chatted about this, is that you probably aren't able to have a platonic relationship with an ex girlfriend. Like, you've never had an ex-girlfriend that stayed in your life regularly. 
No, never. So that's the issue, is because to you, you're when you see them, that's like your moment to reminisce. But if you saw them regularly, you'd get past that stage. Maybe. I'll give you an example. Uh, my girlfriend, my last long-term girlfriend, I dated other people, but my last long-term girlfriend before my wife Deb was a was a woman who actually worked with Deb. And it was indirectly through my ex-girlfriend that I met Deb. Mm-hmm. Because Deb had a relationship with her and I had a relationship with her, mm-hmm. um, she was still kind of in my life. Uh, we would uh, we had common friends. We would see each other at events. We would go on a camping trip almost every year together. And it got to a point, it was a little weird at first, but it got to a point where I don't even remember us dating really like yeah i remember it but i don't when i see her i'm not like oh yeah i used to have sex with you yeah yeah, i see her and i'm like hey good to see you it's been a little while and we got past that moment of like seeing each other as exes and we started seeing each other as friends and when you get to that point then i don't think it's out of the question or out of you know i think bundus if you had a relationship with someone Let's see. Uh... I used to have a similar situation. I was it was my first marriage, and my ex, who was the trumpet player, who I talk about often yeah, as not, being a, a fantastic sexual experience. Yeah, yeah. By the way, his lips and fingers, unbelievable <laughs> coordination. So after, and we were never in a real relationship. We were just kind of uh, fooling around. So we weren't ever exclusive, but we remained friends. And I would meet up with him often when I was married in my first marriage um, to go for dinner. We were friends. He would tell me about his women that he was hooking up with. I always found it very interesting. And uh, my ex-husband and I actually helped him out when he was in a situation where he had potentially overdosed. Both of us went to help him. And I thought that was super cool of my ex-husband. Because he knew that this guy was like a friend. He performed at our wedding, actually. He performed the trumpet (laughs) at our wedding. (laughs) You're marrying a woman. Her ex-boyfriend is a musician and is agreeing to sing or play an instrument at your wedding. (laughs) I don't trust it. I don't trust him. What? As a musician myself, I would not trust another musician. (laughs) Maura, can I ask you a question about this guy and your interactions with him after you were with your uh, ex-husband sure but at the time it was an ongoing relationship did he was he ever trying to like convince you to sleep with him even though he knew that you were either married or engaged to this guy no he wasn't like oh you know it'd be fun is if we actually just hooked up because we've already hooked up this guy had so many women who wanted to hook up with them uh i feel like if i had been down he probably would have been down with it but uh um, he wasn't actively trying to no. get you to cheat on your no he was happy for me but that's that's the thing right like you just said he'd <laughs> well, no. be down if i was down <laughs> yeah but that's different because he hasn't like he wasn't Maura pursuing would, me you would have and uh you didn't have any interest in being with him of course, but but like to my point is if i was to meet up with an ex-girlfriend maybe i would be happy in a relationship and i wouldn't be pursuing anything right but if she started coming at me with all those, like, you know, doty eyes yeah, and yeah, the yeah. hands and stuff, you get put into a precarious situation, right? Yes. Like, and then she's she's playing on all of your old feelings. Yes. And it's very easy to end up in a situation where you make a mistake. Now, 
I what? Okay, uh, you can't. You're, you're saying you can't trust yourself in that situation. If no. my wife, uh, if you ran into my wife, let's yeah. say <laughs> you've only met her once. I you don't really know her that well. But let's just say like you and Deb for some reason are spending time together. <laughs> she hits on you hard. Yeah. Okay. She's like, oh, I've heard about you. The T Bird's just not doing it for me anymore. I want a taste of the Bunder Wonder Bread. Okay. Does and she just throws herself hard yeah. at you? Yeah, I would I would not accept that advance. Why not? You could stop yourself in that situation? Well, yes, because one, I don't have a history with her to begin with, and two, I have a relationship with you, so my my allegiance is to you. Yes. And, but That's this the is, point. But this has happened to me before, and I've told you guys the story about the the ex girlfriend of one of my best friends, who the dress moved, dropper, the dress dropper. Yeah. Right? So he moved to to France, and they had with his new girlfriend. It had been about two years since they were last together. Yeah. I ran into her. We went out on. We went out to like reminisce, catch up. She was hitting on me hard all night long. She invited <laughs> me up to her place. I refused her. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I drove away. It's all good. She apologized Oof. to me later, and we ended up running into each other another night. And she was like, oh, I'm really sorry about the last time I saw you. It's all good. We can just be friends. Forget it happened. What happened? We fucked that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you weren't cheating on anybody, and she I wasn't. wasn't cheating on anyone. No, but my like, but even still in a, that case. You I felt might... bad because it was your uh, bud's ex-girlfriend. Exactly. But... So, like, that pull, like, the pull of a woman is so seductive. That's different, though, because you're not technically cheating. You're just, it's a bro code that is a bit loosey-goosey to begin with. Especially but, uh, after two years. It wasn't like your ex uh, or your buddy was pining over his ex no. and you slept. That would be different. So if you think that you could uh, honor my relationship with you by not submitting to Deb's advances, <laughs> yeah. you could, if you are with a woman that you would rather be with than this person, you would be fine. You would be able to say no I, I if would, the advances were there. Of course, I would be able to like resist to a certain degree for sure. But when it's an ex and you have like real feelings there from the past and real history there. Like it becomes even harder to deny that. And if you aren't in the best of spots with your current partner, things can go awry. What about though, uh, you don't think you could be best friends with an ex-girlfriend then? Or become, sorry, you you couldn't maintain a great friendship with an ex-girlfriend then? With with that in mind then? Not with any serious ex-girlfriend. Like I've had like flings or like, casual things with girls that were like fun but they didn't really go anywhere and we're still cordial but right. we don't like you know hang out every week or anything like that yeah. like you run into each other it's all like hey cool whatever right yeah. but anybody that I was seriously involved with where I had like real int- intimacy with them mm. there's no way there's no way mm-hmm I can't even count how many times I would run into a, an ex-girlfriend at like a bar or a club or like at a coffee shop. And like, you know, you might be angry at each other for some shit and it starts off like that. And then inevitably you're fawning over each, over mm. each other within a half hour. Like it Sometimes happens every time. the sex is a mistake too. Like I've had sex with exes when you run into them again. Oh, they're in town and we're going to meet up. And then we end up having sex. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's either like closure or it's like, ah, I wish I would have left the memory that I had with you because it's it's not the same anymore. I know, I know. That does that, that suck. When Do you know memory, what I mean? Yes, I know exactly. Yeah, but it can mean. also just be a fun time. 
I mean, um, I, I I haven't had a lot of experience with it, but I did have sex with the ex, and it was like a great night. But maybe because I was already like, you know, I was the one who ended the relationship for the oh, most part. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I think I think she was just like happy to hang out too. Yeah, I guess if you go in in the right context, but yeah, I yeah. Uh, remember that guy I I was like crazy about who went on the boat cruise and like yeah, yeah. So, he worked on a dumped you cruise. after you sent this whole package including <laughs> naked pictures and stuff yeah yeah we hooked up when he came to toronto many many years later and i remember being like oh man this is this is lame this is lame here i am going back opening this old wound and this you know wasn't it wasn't worth it it wasn't worth it yeah but in a way that gives you closure yeah that was the closure i guess that was the closure but then you kind of wish you didn't do it because you like the memory of it totally the one that got away kind of thing in yes but anyways mm. the question is is bill gates having sex with this woman and i don't think he is I think I think what's going down is they're on opposite sides of the room, <laughs> self pleasuring yeah, 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 themselves. Yeah, yeah. That's which not, is not cheating. cheating. Yeah. cheating. Self pleasuring in the same room, not cheating. We learned that this week. <laughs> yeah, who was it who told us that? It was Bundus. Yeah, I, I think remember. I think I started it. I started it as a joke. And <laughs> turned out it's confirmed. Yeah, it, it, it turns out that some people believe that. Actually, you said you knew someone who did that, right? They uh, yeah. they they had a boyfriend, but they ended the up the penis like, was right. <laughs> In front of her face, like she she did like this hand gesture. It was like right there. I was not not cheating. It's gotta be like two feet away from the face. Like we talked about it being on separate sides of the room, but not in this case. But yeah, no touching. As long as there's no touching, and she good. justified it because there was no touching. She justified that she it wasn't cheating. She didn't have to cheating. justify anything. It was he was the one in the relationship. Oh, I thought she was. Oh, so no. he had a girlfriend and said, "Oh, it wouldn't be cheating if we just masturbated in front of each other." It's like mm-hmm. live porn, right? It's all yeah. Good. That is so like it's hilarious <laughs> that we joke that it's not cheating, but like that is hey, some people it, the only it's thing not it is cheating. it's cheating in the safest way possible where you don't have to worry about getting an STI. Sure, right? You, know? you don't have to be stressed about that. It, you don't have to worry about any ramifications about pregnancy and or STIs and or any sort of like physical traces of being with someone, like a nail mark or a scratch or a. Lipstick mark, even a smell, maybe even a smell, even yeah, a smell. yeah. But I mean, if you're gonna, if <laughs> now you're gonna, we're starting to justify. If it. Deb did that, she might as well have sex with the guy because, in my mind, it's no different, you know. But if you did it, it was okay. No, are you kidding me? If I did that, I would be like, I would know it was cheating. I just can't believe the self control that would take. That's impressive. Yeah, right. To be that aroused in front of someone and not touch them you would need you get off like 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 really so well quick yeah yeah <laughs> yeah there's yeah. no faking yeah. being excited in that instance um you'd need to have a higher power mora because so <laughs> you've got you've got that higher power there you it need is a higher power not to like Resist physical contact in that situation. You're damn right. You've got higher power. All right. He doesn't like it, guys. <laughs> I don't mind. You know what? It's just okay. I, if I heard this song and I didn't know who it was, I wouldn't like turn it off to listen to nothing. <laughs> so I don't not like it. It's I just, hear you. Yeah. Uh, don't go anywhere podcast isn't over yet the daily take two is coming up hopefully um you don't go anywhere i'm hoping for that
You won't hear swearing, but I think there's some fun stuff on the way. We'll uh, talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Does your partner want to make love to you or would they just rather make love to themselves? This is like, have we been locked down for too long and we're forgetting about the simple pleasures of life? What do you think the answer is here, guys? Like, is there ever really a replacement for that one-on-one? You're going to want to be with someone else. If you have the choice. (laughs) I will always take something new and exciting, like someone new. I, I like the excitement of someone new. That's always better to me. But I can totally see after sleeping with the same person for, you know, three months that you might want to have some variety in your life. Three and, months. Yeah. And I love that three months is what you gauge as being with someone for a long yeah, time. It's, it's a long time. Three months like, is a long time. I'm starting to measure in decades because yeah, 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 yeah. I've been with Deb since I was like two years old. And you're like, three months. Three months. Three that's months. It. We've gone three months without having sex probably together. Right. I feel like three months is like after three months, you've seen everything that you're going to see. Three uh, months? Okay. <laughs> when was the last time you did something new in the bedroom, Tucker? Has it been you know in the last don't you remember i just recently i told you we had sex diagonally on the bed (laughs) okay but i'm assuming you know when you first met crazy but when you first met did some (laughs) diagonal sex not come up (laughs) yeah yeah It was so exciting. How sad is that? I'm gonna, so I'm gonna tell you though that th- there were certainly new things that were coming up after three months. Yes. Maybe there isn't a lot of new now. Yeah. But for the first few years, every now and then it'd be like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> My point is that if I've been sleeping with the same person for for enough time, then I I could see, you know, wanting to go to the computer and perhaps getting some variety in my life. Yeah. Yes. John texted us. He said, you know, I'd rather disappoint myself than somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) John! Okay, so here's the crazy thing. I haven't even told you this. 60% of us would rather get it on with ourselves than our partner. They say that two out of three of us said the best climactic moment of our lives actually came about because of a solo session. So perhaps the lovemaking, when it's just you, (laughs) maybe you're hitting highs you haven't hit yet, you know, that somebody else can't get you to. You you know the old saying, if you want something done right, right, (laughs) you got to do it yourself. Interesting, huh? You guys are silent. I mean, John John was on to something. I'd rather disappoint myself than somebody yeah. else. He was actually in line with this study. Most of us leave those experiences disappointed. It's just, I think there's a time and place for everything, you know? Mm-hmm. I hear you. <laughs> we got a text from Matthew. This is based on our conversation we had about would people rather make love to their partner or themselves? And 60% of people are saying, I'd rather make love to myself. (laughs) So he says, Bundus lives such a different life than I do. Yeah, for him to say that after three months, he's pretty much seen all the different moves that are going to be coming out. I have put at least a good 12 years of research into this. So Matthew says he's been with his girlfriend for 10 years. Mm -hmm. Frequency has never been the same after the first year. Mm -hmm. 
but we still try to do new things. Right now we've incorporated a, and I know you've been doing this, Tucker, a full body massage. And he said, you know, to be honest. <laughs> you what, I've been doing this. But Deb, you guys bought a massage table. Yeah, you know how many times the massage table's been out? How many times? Like twice. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how many times it's been out and used for anything other than just giving a just proper a massage? Straight up massage. Once. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, you know where that massage table is? Under the bed. Oh. In a little case collecting dust <laughs> collecting bunnies. dust okay so um matthew goes on to say the full body massages i cannot replace that just with myself so he's obviously getting much more use out yeah. of his massage table look if i have the choice i will choose my wife every time you jackie know. says do it yourself together Mm. There is an idea. It's oh. not cheating, by the way, if you do it yourself with somebody else. <laughs> That's what I understand. <laughs> uh-huh. Have you heard that? I actually had a girlfriend who was with a guy who was in another relationship. Yeah. And they did that. Yeah. Because well, the guy cheating. said it was okay to <laughs> yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my <Bundes> God. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you agree or disagree? With I 100% that? agree. There was no touching. There was no I touching. 100% agree. No touching. Zero touching. Yeah. <laughs> it was like he was watching a video. Yeah, exactly. No, no. What if you rent a hotel room <laughs> together, but you get two beds in there? You got two queens or two double beds? It's okay. You're it's on okay. each bed yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Zero touching. <laughs> that but, must take an obscene amount of self-control. You've put yourself in quite a yeah. situation. Yeah. yeah, that's true, <laughs> you know? right? Oh, my God. We got Michael on the phone. Are you in a relationship, Michael? I am currently married. If you were with another woman and you were in a hotel room, let's say, <laughs> on a business trip. No chance. And, you, and, and both of you decide that you are going to do some solo love sessions, <laughs> but yeah, you're going to no. do it, it, it alone, but in the same room. Is would that ever, cheating? Would ever fly. Would ever fly. You could, no. never, you could never talk your way through that process? The whole conversation was funny because I was thinking about it, and I was like, yeah, technically it's not, but no, it is. <laughs> yeah, this is 100% cheating, but it's just such a stupid thing to think about. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of anyone doing that before? No, it's a never. relationship loophole. It's, it's a loophole. It's like taxes. Like, technically, you can't do it, but you can sort of find people do it anyway. That would never happen. You guys have a great day. You own a business during COVID. You got to be able to pivot if you want to stay alive. A Toronto strip club is going to reopen as something else. Do you guys, uh, have you ever stepped inside for your eyes only? Uh, yeah, I've been there. Oh, uh, yeah. My brother's stag party, we went there. Okay. Yeah. You could still have your brother's stag party there if you guys are into a more highbrow kind of stag. Okay. Because they are turning themselves into a very high-end seafood restaurant. Mademoiselle Raw Bar and Grill. A swanky, sustainable seafood restaurant opening this summer. What? what? Don't, don't, don't ask him. Don't, I can't say it. I can tell you anything that's going to come out of Bundes' mouth right now is going to not be it's appropriate. Wrong. Well, let me tell yeah. you something. They want to bring Miami decadence 
to fine dining kind of southern France style. And I cannot think of somebody that this is more appropriate for than you, Professor Bundes. Mm, Miami, Miami decadence? Yeah, yeah. Southern France style? Yeah, it's great. I, I love the idea. It's just really ironic that it was a strip club before. Yeah. I, I, you know what my hope would be? You know, because of the pivot, is that they would try and employ some of the people that worked for the old wow. establishment and incorporate them into the new, uh, new establishment. <laughs> All right, welcome to the Seafood Emporium. <laughs> Who wants to eat some oysters? Yeah, <laughs> we are gonna shuck these babies for you. <laughs> we're gonna split them in half, and we're gonna serve them. Face side up oh. on a bed of ice. All right, they're over in the corner. If anybody would like to make an order, oh, yeah, it's gonna oh, be one yeah. of those. It's gonna be one of those places you can order like a whole seafood tower, like the whole raw bar, bar comes to your table. You know? Oh, you like it raw, do you? <laughs> well, I got some raw things for you. Come this way and enter the VIP room. Oh yeah. We got your raw tuna, we got your raw salmon, we got your raw scallops, oh baby, and we've done all the work for you, you just sit back and enjoy. VIP all the way. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah you... just get, get everybody from the old place into the new place. Well, they say they're going to be hiring about 200 new staff. Wow. Too, well, it's going to be huge. It's going to be one of those. I like, I like hearing that there's going to be, you know, that, that restaurants are opening, that people are planning 100%. for that. You know? That's all. And in an industry. optimism. Yeah. In an industry that's been hurt so much to hear that they're yeah. going to hire 200 people. Well, the location, though, if anyone knows downtown Toronto, where for your eyes only, it's a pretty hot location to be at. So mm-hmm. that would make sense. Yeah, it was kind of weird that there was this strip club there. I thought it was great because, like, we used to we used to hit the club up. We'd go to like Cheval or Versailles or all the different clubs in there, and then we'd be like, "It's not popping here. Let's go down the street." <laughs> and we'd end up in for your eyes only all the time. Yeah, it was yeah, great, yeah, great yeah. location. Well, you know, you still can go if you'd like. <laughs> oh yeah, I recognize those guys. Watch out, everybody! We got trouble walking through the door right now. Get ready for it. The snow dance. And if you want to go VIP, you let me know. Is it better when you go to a concert to have your freaking phone up in the air, recording the whole thing? Or should you live in the moment and take the concert in? Which way will you remember the concert better? Because scientists have tested this now. I like having the video. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I don't have my phone up the whole concert, but if there's a cool part or a cool part of the song, I'll record it now. It used to be ridiculous when people did it with flip phones because <laughs> the video quality was garbage. Yeah. But now it's pretty good, and I, I I transcend myself back into that place in that moment. Yeah, and that so goes both. with anything. And I'm not just talking about concerts, like vacation pics. All those kind of pictures. Bundus, you're on board too? Like you like to have that picture? I mean, it's nice having pictures, but what I find interesting is that when I look at pictures or videos, I have a hard time actually remembering it. Whereas if I just close my eyes and think about it, I can actually remember the scene better. Oh, that's 
it almost seems foreign to me that I when I took that picture. Like I looking at it and I'm trying to associate memories to the picture, but yeah. it's harder for me to recreate them in my mind. Video is the key though. I shoot video all the time. Scientists have tested people's recall yep. after taking photos, and what they find is that you should actually just live in the, the moment. moment. They say you the act of you just pulling out your phone and trying to get that perfect picture takes you out of the moment completely. So that's why you can't remember, Bundus, when you pull out your phone and you start recording, because in that moment, you're more worried about the shot rather than what's happening in the concert. This is stupid. This is not stupid. This is stupid. I think this is a breakthrough. I, 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 think, this is, I think this, <laughs> this is true. No, this is a breakthrough. I'll tell you why it's stupid is because it's assuming that people are going to pull up their camera and take a picture or a video are going to do it nonstop. And while there are people who do that, and I think that is clearly a mistake, and mm-hmm. you do need to take a moment just to appreciate where you are. Mm-hmm. There are moments in my life that I've captured on video, and I love going back to those moments and reliving it through the video as opposed to relying on my pathetic memory. <laughs> I don't know what I did yesterday, let alone 10 years ago. One of my techniques, one of the things I try and do, and it sometimes backfires, is if I'm shooting a video, I'll try not to look at the phone screen. Mm-hmm. I'll still try and take in the moment with my eyes and appreciate it, and I'm just holding my phone in mm-hmm. a position that I know I'm probably capturing the moment. Mm. So I'm actually double dipping there. Oh, I'm doing okay. both. I call that multitasking, guys. I, that did not come up and, in the study. Yeah, okay? well, that study is garbage. I don't know. And they should have brought on someone like me. I don't think so. Video's great if you get someone to shoot it for you while you're enjoying the event. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you know what I hate? I hate wedding video, like videographers who are all up in the aisle and up in people's face. I think it's hard to live in the moment when they're there's a camera in your face. Yes. Okay, yes. here's the challenge. Yes. Mr. Bundes. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, yeah, I like to live in my brain. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I challenge you to delete all those old pictures and videos on your phone that have been texted to you over the years or maybe even shot by you. He wasn't yeah. there in some of those no, well, instances. It doesn't matter. He's seen them. They're in his brain. Delete them all now. Let me go down and wipe your phone <laughs> and see how Mr. Big Shot, I live in my brain. You really are. I don't think it's necessary for me to delete something that I was not a part of. If something was gifted to me, it's not a memory I have. It's it's a gift that I enjoy. All right. Okay. Interesting. All of a sudden, <laughs> the story changes. It's Tucker and Mora in the morning. Energy 95.3. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.